0: Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a Ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two, dot us. We are supported financially by com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there. Donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Express Church experience. Another great day to praise God coming together, living our another week that we have things that are going on in the week. We come in today to get refreshed, get renewed, get excited about how we're able to serve the Lord, joining together, uh, having church at your home brought to you, delivered to you. And thank you for opening your house to us. Today, as we try to do, we try to go through the a psalm from the revised common lectionary. And the revised common lectionary gives the readings and then they give a couple of alternative readings. The psalm reading for today is Psalm uh, 80, verses 7 through 15, and the alternative psalm is Psalm 19. And so I read both of those, and I invite you to read both of them as well get uh, renewed as much as you can by reading God's holy word coming from what they what is called wisdom literature book of psalms is part of the book the books called wisdom literature for me today i I was i want to meditate on psalm 19 and psalm 19 verses 7 through 9 came out at and jumped out at me and it says the law of the lord is perfect reviving the soul I don't know who needs to have their soul revived today, but if you do get, have confidence in Psalm 19:7 through nine, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to your eyes, and the fear of the lord is pure enduring forever psalm 19 7 through 9 give us a good reminder that god's law is perfect then since it is perfect it can be the foundation upon which we set our feet the foundation of our life and when you have that foundation as i was looking at it then psalm 62 gets added to psalm 19 in your way of life and your praise to the Lord. So you look at Psalm 19 and how perfect God's law is, how it revives your soul, how it renews your spirit, how it opens your eyes to the wisdom of God's holy word. And then from there you go to Psalm 62 and Psalm 62 starts, my soul finds rest in the Lord alone. I don't know if anybody needs a little rest today and your soul is being stressed So we can say your soul might be stressed, but we can find rest, and we find rest in the God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will not be shaken. That's what we have when we have God's holy word. We receive these blessings that come, and when you strive to have a Psalm 19 and a Psalm 62 life, then you can rest on that solid rock in the fortress of the almighty and nothing can keep you from taking the joy of the lord because your soul will be revived and it doesn't matter if sickness comes joy is still going to touch your soul and doesn't matter if pain and loss comes to you because god's word is gonna revive your soul and no nothing will happen when you get the isolation that coronavirus may give you, because God's word will revive your soul. If you go into troubled times, God's word will will revive your soul. Joy, when so-called friends, I call them so-called friends, when their true identity comes out and you are abandoned, and when you're talked about behind your back, you can still have that joy, that joy that comes from God's holy word. And from when you have that, You then, Psalm 19 says, God's word will give you a light. It will give you the light to your eyes. It will show you the wisdom on where you should go. I'm hoping that somebody like that's hearing this today gets excited about the fact that God's holy word is pure. God's holy word gives you strength. God's holy word gives your soul refreshment. God's holy word gives you wisdom and a vision of where you should go. And, and God's holy word is something that will give you joy. I I just got excited when I read the alternative psalm that I had to pass by the the Psalm 80, which is the psalm for today. It's still a good psalm, but I just something was telling me that somebody listening to this today needs to hear Psalm 19 and have re, their reviving. And when you have this joy, that's where God wants you to be. God wants you to be, have life and life more abundantly. God wants you to have joy. And, and when you have joy, then people want to know why you have that joy. And then you can say, taste and see that God is good. This is my testimony. I want you to, to know why I'm having joy, why you're struggling. We're going through the same thing, but you're struggling and I'm having joy. And, and then when you get that joy, then you can continue to build the kingdom of God. And, and for me today, because we're getting ready to celebrate my wife, Marla's birthday, it's to, it's tomorrow, October 5th. And I guess we can take that little bit moment before I go on with the message. I just thought about it now. We can all say happy birthday a day early. So happy birthday, Marla. I hear everybody out there listening to this today, giving her the same happy birthday. And when I'm thinking about the joy that God gives joy, gives, God gives you joy. But he doesn't give you joy to use it in isolation. God gives you joy to use to, to share to share it and to spread his joy. And I get the privilege and the blessing of being able to share the joy and to build the kingdom of God with the person who, who God gave me to do that with. And Marla, and I'm just so excited that I have the opportunity tomorrow to share another day of life. From the owner of life, God Almighty, giving us another year together to be able to, to share God's love and God's joy and and be able to spread that to people around us. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. That's what we're going to be celebrating tomorrow. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to, to the eyes. That's what we're going to be celebrating tomorrow. And the fear of the Lord is pure. Enduring forever. Pure joy, wisdom, and purity. That's what happens when you are we're walking in the light of Christ and walking on the path that God has. And I'm gonna take a little moment here to just kind of talk about how I see it from my from my vantage point and how I saw it when, when Marla and I first met, I said to her, She has the perfect heart. Uh, that's why what, what got me is she has the perfect heart. And the perfect heart is someone who is has 100% have their heart and their mind and their soul open to receiving the love of God. And have, you have a perfect heart when you, it's open up to flow out on other people. And those that know Marla know that her love is freely given to anyone who needs it. People coming into the house, people who need kindness, people who need to know that someone cares about him. That is the perfect heart. That's the what what Psalm 19 is saying when it when Psalm 19 says, "I the God's word revives your soul." We as people of God are supposed to be going out, receiving his love and sharing it with others so that they can feel the love of God and have their soul revived. And I was looking at the proper verse to celebrate. It's kind of an interesting way to celebrate a birthday. I decided I'm gonna celebrate it by giving everybody a, a Bible verse. Last week we did one for, for my mother who had a birthday last week. And the the, the uh, verse that came to me as I was looking through the Bible is Proverbs 14. We're staying in the, in the wisdom literature. Both Proverbs and Psalms are in the, the wisdom literature. I'm gonna give folks time if they wanna turn their Bibles to Proverbs 14, Proverbs 14, 1 and 2, I think fits the life that I have, so, Proverbs 14, 1 and 2 says, the wise woman builds her house, but by her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. Those who walk upright fears the Lord, but those whose ways are devious despises God the wise woman builds up her house the foolish one tears it down the person who walks in fear of the Lord uh, gets is walking upright in his law and in his statutes that are pure that's their foundation so they're walking upright the one who does not uh, who does not follow God's law despises God I want to be in a house that's built up by a wise woman and when i look talk about wise a wise woman i don't mean that says a wise woman builds her builds up her house that doesn't necessarily mean that they're putting a new roof on the house or putting new shingles on the house if although if that's what you're called to do by god then go ahead and, and go into the construction industry doesn't matter who you are if that's what god has called you to do but when proverbs 14 is talking about a wise woman builds up her house. They're talking about uh, following God's path, and they're not only talking about the dwelling place that you sleep. When God's talking about building up the house, your house, God's referring to places where you are, places where you go, places your workplace. I have to ask myself: Is, is are you building up your work? Are you building up your school? If you are a student or if you are a teacher, if you're volunteering, if you're on the PTO or the PTA, whatever it's called, a wise woman builds up her house. The school is your house. The same is true for clubs and associations that you belong to. Oh man, I'm going to try to get this out today. Are you building those up? The same goes for the church where you worship. Are you building that up? I remember early on and when I was, Uh, talking to a minister who was in, he was in a denominational organization. And when you're in a denominational organization, you are at the will of the organization that they can transfer you anywhere. And this pastor was transferred into Minnesota. and And I was talking to him about being transferred. He said, every time he gets transferred, the one thing he does is he finds the core women of the church. He said, I find the core women of the church because two things happen. Number one, the core women of the church are going to be the ones who are going to work to build up the church. And the core women of the church are going to be the ones that spend the time and energy in the church. And the core women of the church are going to be the ones who are going to go to battle for the pastor when division and dissension come along. A wise woman builds up their house, builds up the house of worship builds up the place that they work, builds up the, the associations that they have. The, and then it also includes where you shop. I you building that up? When people when you walk in to the grocery store or the department store, do people see you as somebody who's kind, somebody who's caring, or somebody that's demanding and critical and complaining. The same goes to where you go for fitness or where you go for entertainment. All these places, a, a wise woman builds up each one of those places. A, a foolish woman by her own hands tears it down. I know that we can look at the people that you know who have caused that dissension and division and destroyed friendships and caused division and dissension and have destroyed families. Caused division and dissension in your workplace and made it miserable for you to work in. God's word wants us to have wisdom, then the wisdom says you should a wise woman and a wise, and wisdom starts with according to God's holy word. Proverbs, the book of wisdom, says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of, of wisdom. Fear of the Lord, that means having a desire to follow his law and, and to have a relationship with God is the beginning of wisdom. And we, we read Psalm 19 earlier, and God's word gives you that light, radiates that light. And so when we talk about building up, we're talking about caring for, we're talking about nurturing, we're talking about cultivating. And when we talk about building up, we don't talk about building up from the world standpoint, because building up from the world standpoint means more and more and more. In God's holy word, when, they, when he talks, when God talks about building up, when God talks about increase, sometimes God's talking about quantity and sometimes God's talking about quality. And when I believe that when God's talking about a wise woman builds up her house, God's talking about quality and sometimes the, your quali- quality requires and is intentionally small in quantity. How do I talk about that? Your marriage. Your marriage is only two people but a wise woman builds up that house a foolish woman tears that down. I see the tearing down every day in my law practice where people are walking in I can't stand my husband anymore I don't need to go away I find it every day in my law practice men coming in my wife is with somebody else she's moved out and moved in with somebody else we need to have the, the, the wise woman who's building up the house and we need to have men who are cherishing that blessing that you have. If you have a wise woman who's trying to build up your house, that's the greatest gift that anybody could get. That's the quality that God wants each household to have. All right. I had to, had to just get that out real quick. I thought about quality versus quantity. Social media always talks about, I have so many followers and people are trying to get the more followers. Uh, I have people on TV with a million followers. That doesn't necessarily mean you're building up the house of God. You could have, have somebody that has 50 people who they impact significantly. And the wise woman is somebody who builds up those 50 people and builds them up and nourishes them and refreshes them. And that's what we should be talking about. We should be talking about the person who goes about building up those who they come in contact with. However small or however great it is. And I'm just so grateful that I have a wise woman who's building up the house and building up the relationships. And, and I I equate it to somebody who... uh we call it skipping stones and when you, and you put the, the the stone in the water and it hits and touches and there's a little ripple when it hits and touches and then it bounces and it skips and then it hits again and another ripple comes and it might skip again depending on how well you can skip stones and then ultimately it lands and it goes in and when it goes into the water and begins to, to get deep into the water the water then continues to ripple. And I believe that that visual that you can have is what God's talking about. When God's talking about the wise woman builds up the house, touches a certain group of people, there's little ripples that go over there, skips and goes to the next place, it builds up there. And then at some point it stops, it rests. God's word says, God's word will have you rest. And and then when that rests, there's more ripples and we don't know where and how many people are touched. All we know is when we, when you follow God's word, when you touch pe- the first person, you don't know what happens after that. You don't know where they were. You don't know what they were thinking about. You don't know the direction that they were going in. All we know is that God says, a wise woman builds up the house and by her own hands, a foolish woman tears it down. So each person in each day when you come in contact with people or each day when you wake up and you look at your own house and your own relationships with your family, you should ask yourself, am I building up the house or am I tearing down the house? That's I said that that's the focus that we have. Because when you build up the house, I like what what First Peter 1 6 through 9 says 1 Peter 1 6 through 9 is one of my favorite Bible verses. And it says, in this, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have trials and suffer all kinds of grief. These are to come to you to show that so that your faith, which is greater worth than gold, gold that is that perishes, even though it's refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praising God and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So first Peter is saying that there's the, the strongest meadow is not even, it will perish at some point. But God's word is saying that we greatly rejoice in knowing that our faith can overcome anything. And, and we talk about a wise woman building up Her house, we talk about a a wise woman having faith, knowing that no matter what's going on, no matter what sickness is going on, no matter what troubles are going on, that that God will always come through for us and that we will never be left by God. Peter goes on to say, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. And I feel with inexpressible and glorious joy for you have received the goal of your faith, which is the salvation of your soul. That The whole message today keeps turning around and spinning and, and connecting one another. I like to have, have God's word, one part connecting to the other. Because what we want to have is we want to have a foundation on which we stand on, a foundation of which people see us not being shaken and not wavering. And people wondered why it is that you have that foundation is because we have inexpressible and glorious joy because we have received the goal of our faith, which is the salvation of our soul, the reviving of our soul in God's holy word. And that should always keep and have us have inexpressible and glorious joy. Our faith cannot falter. And I think about a wise woman who builds up to her house I think that a wise woman who builds up her house has a faith in Jesus Christ that will never falter. I think that if people want to say, what's the litmus test or how do you get to be the wise woman who's building up your house? I think it has to begin with a faith that cannot falter. And Marla was telling tell me and I, she reminded me again that every day she wakes up and she, she asks God, to give her somebody at the school where she teaches to come into to her place so that she can then have an impact on them. There was a young man who wrote me wrote on Facebook and he talked about the people who positively impact his life. And I'm, I didn't tell Fabian I was gonna talk about him. I guess I'll talk to him afterwards and send him a message that he hit the, me- the sermon today. And Fabian now is a man in his 30s, married, and he talked about how, how he was coming up and how he had a coach. Then in those days, you know, I have different titles throughout my life. In those days, it was Coach Zach. And he said, I remember my, how Coach Zach used to pick me up every day for practice, drive me every day for the games. And then I was, every, different people were giving messages. And one of, one of the people gave a message and said, I, don't, I, never, uh, I always heard your mom talking about this guy, Coach Zach. And, and this is now over 20 years later, I'm trying to get my, my calculations, might even be 25 years later, the impact that, that God has gave me to be able to, to touch somebody, yet another young man, to be able to give him encouragement that I'm hoping that he will use when he uh, uses that same encouragement and that same gifts and get the same gift of giving when he comes in touch with other people. He listed a number of people as teachers. He had one teacher that, when he had trouble and got thrown out of school, you know, the teacher came and homeschooled him so that he wouldn't fall behind. See, these are people that we need to build up the kingdom of God because we don't know what's going to happen. This young man, he went on, and now he is a success, successful businessman, a successful husband, and that's the type. That's what we we have when we know that we're following God's word, we don't know who you're going to touch or what what is going to do for them down the road. Took a side point, so let me get back to the message. I only got about 5 more minutes. The wise woman builds her house, but her by but by her own hands, the foolish one tears hers down. The person who walks is upright, the person whose walk is upright, fears the Lord, but the person whose ways are devious despises God. And when you read that verse, the question you should ask yourself is the question that I asked myself. I know Proverbs was talking about the wise woman, but I think that, that anytime God's Holy Word is speaking, it's equally as applicable to men as it is to women. So each person should ask yourself, are you building up your house? Are you building up your house? Is your house growing? Is your number of people you impact getting larger? When I mean getting larger, I'm talking about getting larger with people who are feeling the love of God. When I'm talking about larger, I'm talking about people who are get, have their soul revived when they come in contact with you. When I talk about Increase and building up. I'm talking about people whose joy is multiplied because of you We should each person should take the time today is the Sabbath day the day of rest the take the day to Try to take a little time to reflect on our life and and our walk with Christ Jesus and Today could be a day where you say Who am I building the places where I go? Am I bu- building the house? Am I the wise woman that Proverbs is talking about or am I the foolish woman that Proverbs is talking about? That should be the litmus test. The wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. He whose walk is upright fears the Lord, but he whose ways are devious despises God. And I remember the house when we were talking about house that reminded me of when Marla and I found the house that we live in today. And, and my mom's on, on FaceTime. She comes to, to church FaceTime and she'll remember that day too. She, we, were, we had another house and we were, we were going to have breakfast and we decided to ride our bikes to the breakfast place. And it was in, I believe it was in February. And of course, my mom was down here snowbirding from Minnesota. At the time, my sister was in Minnesota. We sent her a photo of a, a snapshot of us Outside on the deck of the restaurant, eating outside, trying to make fun of her for not for being in the cold. Of course, she got the last word because she moved to Florida. But we're gonna let that go for another sermon. So after we got done having breakfast, my mom drove back to the house, and Marla and I said we're gonna keep on we're gonna keep on riding, try to ride some of that good food off. If they would have paid me, I would have gave them a commercial. Uh, my Cracker uh, Cracker and Company may need to come and, and just give a donation to the church because I just gave him a shout out on, on, on the uh, video today. So we left the, the restaurant and we drove through this neighborhood that had citrus groves, uh, citrus trees all around it. And we, we came in there and Marta had lived in, in Mesa-Gilbert area for a number of years and I lived in Mesa-Gilbert for a number of years and we had houses in Mesa-Gilbert and we never saw this one little neighborhood. And we were driving through it and the end result was i, I saw a house that was uh we went through a, a open house didn't like it Where we thought these are some nice this is a pretty nice house but it, we didn't like it and so then i went online and found a house that was under in foreclosure and it got came out of foreclosure and got uh the people who bought it out of foreclosure uh, were flipping it and so i caught and I, I thought to myself when i was thinking about that i don't know if they had a Proverbs 14, a Proverbs 14 woman living in the house, building it up, and I'm gonna let them if they if they know who if they ever get to see this, to ask themselves, because no one knows what God does, because sometimes God closes the door because they want to give you a better place. But then I thought to myself, I called the realtor, and the realtor said that uh, you can just go in. He's like, I'm just doing this as a friend. I'm not getting any money from this, so go in and we walked into that house. And I remember it as, as if it was yesterday. And we looked at that house and we said, this is the place where we need to be. And since then, a wise woman builds up the house. We can't count the number of people who have come to the, our house. We, have, we can't count the number of people who have stayed at our house. Who, and we just know that this is the place that God wants us to be. Where, we can have, where fruitful increase has happened. When you're talking about building up your house, and I'm running out of time, so I might have to, to continue this again another time, but I want this to be left as we close down today. When you're talking about building up a house, you're talking about fruitful increase. Is your house having fruitful increase? Is your house somewhere where God's law is followed? Is your house somewhere where the fear of the Lord happens? Is your house somewhere where righteousness is shown? When when you know that your house is gonna be a place like that, then you know you're building it up. Then you know that that's where God wants you to be. Each person, as we're thinking about this, should should do their test. Is my house, is my job, is my school, is my place of workout, is my place of entertainment? Is my grocery store where I buy my groceries? Is my department store where I buy my clothes and, and household furnishings and goods? Are those houses being built up because the glove of God is flowing through me and when people see me, they understand that there's something different about me than anybody else. That's what God has called us to do. That's what each one of us should strive to do. We should have a house that's built up on the foundation of God. And, and illuminates out to everybody who comes by and everybody who walks in and everybody who sees us and says, this person is different and I wanna know why. And that's when we can tell our testimony and build the kingdom of God, which is why we are all here today. I hope you have a, a great week and I'm gonna celebrate it tomorrow with Marla again. As we close, we can say happy birthday, Marla. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary, Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook, and feel free to send me an email to themessage2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's haribobooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.